Hello and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Aaron Kerr, your host for today. Today we're looking at Proverbs chapter 10, verse 1, and it says this, the Proverbs of Solomon. A wise son brings joy to his father, but a foolish son brings grief to his mother. One of my favorite games in my family household is Settlers of Catan. Catan for short. Now, if you've never played, I'm not sure if you've truly lived. but I, And I know, some of you hate the game, and that's really sad to me. But for those of you who have never played, you, you have a board filled with various tiles, and each is representing one of five resources like stone and wood, wheat, sheep, brick. And you're building settlements and roads to acquire more resources. You build more settlements and expand to the game-winning total of 10 points. Now, the problem is every turn, if one rolls, for example, a seven, a robber can be placed on one of your resources to stifle you, and uh, one other player can rob a resource from your hand. Now, outside of rolling a seven, whatever the dice is rolled, you may or may not get resources to help you. And part of the challenge in the midst of the game is trying to build your settlements faster while at the same time being diplomatic and trading with other players to get the resources you need. Now, it's incredibly interdependent. If you try to build independent from being diplomatic without trading at all, it's going to be really challenging. In fact, uh, if you get on the wrong side of a player like my middle daughter, they can intentionally make your life miserable by continuing to not trade with you or putting the robber on your resources every time they can get a chance. So what's Catan have to do with this proverb? In a very similar way, whether we like it or not, we are more interdependent in life than we may realize. And this has consequences on the lives of those around us when we act like it doesn't. Now, we live in a culture that has this narrative that goes something like this. As long as you're not hurting anyone, I believe you can do whatever you want. In other words, the assumption is things like the Bible are just a bunch of religious rules that are too restrictive. And because, well, I'm enlightened, my way of operating in this world believes that my behavior is good as long as it doesn't hurt anyone else. Have you ever run into that before? Our choices impact our character which impacts our behavior. So if we engage, for example, in pornography, assuming this won't hurt anyone, it affects, like Keller mentions, one's view of women or even men. It disrupts God's design for intimacy, and it distorts uh, the view of a male and female relationship. Um, Alcoholism impairs judgment, which affects performance, not only in driving, in work, but also in relationships. Consumerism affects our ability to have compassion to the needs of others. So what this proverb reminds us is that we are interdependent beings for good or ill. And it's the wise son who brings joy to his father because he's making decisions that positively affect the relationships, the world as God intended. On the flip side, the foolish son brings grief to his mother because those decisions she sees and experiences by him are harming the moral or social order as God created them. Now, Keller expands this concept by saying, we become not 
what we are through our own choices, but through how we were loved and treated by others for better and worse. We owe others much, and they us. And just to clarify, he's not saying choices don't matter. Obviously, choices matter, but we're influenced beyond our own choices. So what does this mean for us today? Well, I think first, we just need to acknowledge that we're interdependent beings. There's a consequence for our decisions, so our sins and follies are doubly guilty because they'll always bring grief to others, whether it's in our family, our children, or even our parents, our roommates, our classmates, our neighbors. On the flip side, when we're wise and humbly seeking to serve God, to love Him and love others, we're quick to admit our sin. We, we confess, we repent, we change the way we think, and therefore act. And as a result, we can bring joy to other people. We can create positive ripples in God's world. Now, the Bible is a gift for us to thrive in our salvation from Jesus and walk in ways God designed us to flourish as his beloved creation. And part of that is seeing the social effects of our sins so we can turn away from them and live wisely, which affects those around us as well as ourselves. Now, some of us may be thinking, that's why I try to have less ties to people and just do my own thing. But Keller makes the point worth considering that to do so may bring us a little less grief, but also a little less joy. Now, I recently was quarantined due to COVID protocols, and I was reminded how joyless life is without being around people. It might be fun for a day. (laughs) Some of you introverts out there are thinking, oh, no, actually, I didn't mind it too bad. But uh, the reality is we were made to be in community. We're truly integrated beings individually and interdependently. So what does it look like for us to reconsider the effects our choices are making right now for the people, not just ourselves, but around us? Is it bringing them joy or grief? Are there any habits or tendencies that we're aware of that may be affecting a close relationship? Imagine turning that over to God and asking him to forgive and guide you to act differently this week. Let's pray together to live with more sensitivity to the social dimensions of our choices and whether sin or service that impacts others. Lord Jesus, no one is an island. And I confess to you right now, there are things in my life I have not cared enough to address, but are affecting a loved one close to me. I confess this to you and I ask for your forgiveness so I can choose to act differently with this person this week. Would you help me to walk with awe of you and humility to be sensitive to my influence around me for your glory and not myself? In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.